the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. For those of you who got healed last week, continue to testify what God did and continue to thank Him, praise Him, share to others, continue to act healed, think healed, dress healed, and live healed. Okay? So that is the one thing. Forget about the symptoms. What if it will come back? No. When Jesus heals, he heals. Okay? So just obey the Holy Spirit. So thank God. And for other miracles that God did last week through this program, call me and testify. Number 210-695-1630. Again, the number is 210-695-1630. And for those of you who missed last week's broadcast, we are on podcast. Go to our website, SOGMI.org. Again, it's SOGMI.org. We will continue to teach and to discuss about sonship, about how the Holy Spirit is our power source, and the scripture reference for sonship, Romans 8.14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That is where Mike got the name Sons of God Ministries International, which is the umbrella organization of Freedom Fellowship Church International. It's not Sons and Daughters International. It's Sons of God International because Romans 8.14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And... According to Galatians, there are no Jews nor Greek, slave nor free, nor male or female, but we are all one in Christ Jesus. When we became born again, we are not physical beings anymore, but we became spirit being in a body. Okay? And also in Romans 8.16, it says, The Spirit himself beareth witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Throughout the Bible, every time God uses someone, the Spirit of the Lord empowers that person. The Spirit of the Lord gives that person specific instruction. Now, I want you to think about this, and I want you to meditate about this and pray about this, okay? God Almighty is going to use you and I, ordinary people who are led by the Spirit, to turn this country around towards righteousness. 
We need the power of the Holy Spirit. We cannot do this with our own mind, with our own planning and all of those things that we plan on how to declare war on this and how to declare war on that. No, we need the move of the Holy Spirit. Judges chapter 3 verse 10, it says, The Spirit of the Lord came upon him so that he became Israel's judge and went to war. Judges 6.34 Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon, and he blew a trumpet, summoning the Abizarites to follow him. Judges 11.29 Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah. Judges 14.6 The Spirit of the Lord came upon him in power, so that he tore the lion apart with his bare hands, as he might have torn a young goat. All of these judges have one commonality. They were all empowered by the Holy Spirit. Remember Noah. Noah was not an engineer. There was no engineer or architect at those times, during the time of Noah. But the Spirit of the Lord gave Noah a plan, a design, the materials to be used, the exact measurement on how to make the ark. And he did it. And now... The ark built by Noah is still being used in our days as a model or prototype to follow when our government builds a submarine or a ship. Because God, in his perfection and with all of his knowledge and power, gave Noah, an ordinary person like you and I, something that's never been done before. And this is how the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence are going to manifest. It's not based on our experience. It's not based on our resources, our training, and our smarts. No. It has to be led by the Holy Spirit, and we have to follow the instruction to the letter. We should not assume things. When God gives us a vision or prophecy, and it's general in its delivery, Example, you're going to be part of the transfer of wealth. You need to go back to God and ask for specific instruction every day and carry out those instructions. It is not going to be based on our smarts, or else we will go and take it back to the system of the world. It is based on knowledge. It is based on training. But this The transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence, my dear brothers and sisters, will be based on faith and our obedience to God Almighty. So we need to be led by the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit who empowers us, inspires us, and reveals things to us. Okay? He is the source of our power. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 13. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers, And from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came upon David in power. So the five offices should not be limited in operations within the four corners of our church buildings or ministries. They should operate in every sector of society where the body of Christ is. We need to be guided by the Holy Spirit in every areas of our lives, including and especially now because of the transfer of wealth in the corporate arena, in the government, in arts and entertainment, in science and technology. I shared with you on how I started my training with the Holy Spirit as soon as I found out that he is the one who's going to teach me and he's a source of the power. 
I got down on my knees and pray and ask the Holy Spirit to teach me right there and then because I don't want to waste any more time. I wanted to operate in power. So in First Chronicles chapter 28, verse 12, it says, He gave him the plans of all that the Spirit had put in his mind for the courts of the temple of the Lord and all the surrounding rooms, for the treasuries of the temple of God and for the treasuries for the dedicated things. So everything in the temple were designed by God Almighty. It is the Spirit of the Lord who gave that design, the materials, colors, and everything. And this is how we need to do it. We need to count everything as lost now for the sake of knowing Christ and the power of His resurrection. So it was the Holy Spirit who gave the plans, specific details in construction of the temple. It was the Holy Spirit who gave Noah the architectural and engineering design for the ark. It's all over the scripture. And it is the Spirit of the Lord who guided and instructed Jesus as a son of man all throughout his three years of ministry. And until the day, until that moment that he was taken up to heaven, to sit at the right hand of God, he was still instructing the disciples by the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 61, verse 1. This is also in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners. And it is the Lord who will not allow you to toil. You don't have to toil. Isaiah 63:14. Like cattle that go down to the plain, they were given rest by the Spirit of the Lord. So when we are led by the Holy Spirit, we don't toil. We don't waste any efforts or time. Everything is empowered. Everything is in a short period of time as long as we follow his instruction. If you don't, if you're dealing with things like, well, I have training for this, I have a design for this, I have my own idea, I'm going to use my resources, well, you're still operating under the system of the world, not in God's ways of doing things. Because Matthew 6.33 is very clear. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his ways of doing things. And all of these material things will be added to you as well. You don't collect material things. You don't collect finances and go do the ministry. No, your gift and your anointing will attract the material things because God will cause men to give to your bosom. If you refresh others, you too will be refreshed because the kingdom of God is about reaping and sowing. It is about righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. This transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence, the turning around of this country, body of Christ, it is not by picketing, it is by us getting down on our knees and asking the Holy Spirit to guide us. Okay? Ezekiel chapter 37 verse 1, The hand of the Lord was upon me. And he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones. You get translated 
in the Spirit. You get translated by the power of the Holy Spirit. If you are not led by the Holy Spirit, no matter how many times you pray and fast and praise God about things because you wanted to experience how to be translated in the Spirit, it's not going to happen. You have to be led by the Holy Spirit and you have to start with simple things because the Holy Spirit is not going to start you with big things. It's going to start you with simple instruction that will produce supernatural results. Okay. Several years ago, the Lord had instructed me and Mike to hold a musical drama. This was before Freedom Fellowship Church. But we were leaders serving under an international ministry. And while in prayer, the Lord inspired Mike to hold a musical drama. So we collaborated together, but we didn't have enough resources. We don't have enough people to volunteer to help us out. So we're practically doing everything. And Mike and I co-wrote the musical drama. It, it was entitled Get a Life. And the Holy Spirit gave me the second part of the musical drama. He even inspired me and Mike to compose new songs, that some of those songs were recorded. But one time, I was about ready to pick up the costumes. I think it was the day before the event. So I was thanking God. I was praying and while I was driving to pick up the costumes that we had made with the dressmaker in Southwest Military. And I was coming from the medical center area. And as soon as I turned right on Callahan Road, the Holy Spirit told me, pull over. And there was a gas station on the corner, so I pulled over. I pick up my notes and my pen. I thought the Lord is going to give me revelation or instruction, and nothing happened. So I started praying quietly in the Spirit and waiting for the Holy Spirit. I know the Holy Spirit told me, Christina, pull over. So I did. So after five minutes, I heard the voice of God said, okay, you can go ahead and continue. I was wondering about that, but I was trained that when the Holy Spirit will tell me something, I don't ask questions. I ask for clarification if I needed to, but I obey. I trained myself to obey, even though I don't understand. So I did not understand the instruction, but I kept on praying and praising God on my way. And as soon as I turned towards the subdivision where the seamstress lives, there were about four or five police cars on that street where I turned. And I pulled over and I asked and said, like, sir, and said, what happened? One of the police officers told me and said, five minutes ago, there was a group of young boys that sprayed bullets in all the houses on that street and even on the incoming motorist. So the Holy Spirit knew that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that there was even a danger on my way there. But he warned me, and I obeyed, and it saved me. If I did not hear, if I did not listen to the Holy Spirit, I would have been shot. So when I turned and I told the seamstress what happened and how the Spirit, the Lord, told me, She's a Catholic, and she got so nervous, and she called all her children and asked me to pray for all of them. And then she asked me to walk around the block to pray for protection for the streets where they live. But she knew that I was protected by God. 
And if you're going to obey the Holy Spirit, if you allow the Holy Spirit to train you to listen and to hear and to discern His voice and obey it, it will protect you and you will avoid a lot of problems. I thank God for that. And He is our power source. He will guide us and lead us to Jesus and God's ways of doing things here on earth in every areas of our lives. I didn't cook when I was single, but when I got married, especially when I have our three children, I wanted to make sure that they're eating right. And I started learning to cook. But when I cook, I pray a lot. The Holy Spirit started teaching me to cook. He even asked me to put some ingredients like herbs and spices in the food. And then I found out later on that those herbs and spices are good for you. They're good for my children and they're good for me. And they're good antioxidants. And I didn't know all of the effects. And at the same time, the food tastes better. So I learned how to use spices, not from cookbooks, but from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will guide us into all things. We want this country to turn around towards righteousness. We want to be used mightily by God. An ordinary person like me, like you, you have to be led by the Holy Spirit. Okay? Micah chapter 3 verse 8. But as for me, I am filled with power, with the Spirit of the Lord, and with justice and might to declare to Jacob his transgression, to Israel his sin. And 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. Freedom from what? Freedom from toiling, freedom from turmoil, freedom from pain. So we're going to have freedom in a way that even though there are perilous times ahead, with the Holy Spirit guiding and leading us, we will avoid a lot of pitfalls. So I just wanted to encourage you. Remember, starting in 1996, 1997, I think, that's when the Y2K issue came about, and it actually redirected the body of Christ towards something that is really not from God. So we were um, attending Sunday services in a church somewhere here in San Antonio, and the pastor and his wife invited us to attend this meeting. And it's about Y2K. It's about everything is going to go down. There will be bankruptcy. There will be a lot of bank failures and everything else. And they started having all this city of refuge, house of refuge, and people started stockpiling stuff. And we were told to buy beans and other important stuff, that there won't be any electricity, all those things that it costs a lot of God's people to panic. It costs a lot of people to sell some of their properties and invest into this kind of things. And after I first bought into this, I got into thinking, what will be enough? What will be enough for my family and how long will this take? And at the same time, I don't recall that in the Bible that when these things come about, that the body of Christ will escape. We're supposed to be the answer because Jesus is the answer for everything. So I went down on my knees and asked God, God, what about these things? This is already about 1998. What is going on about this? Is this from you? I said, I want to know because 
what is enough and what is coming down the pikes? Even if I store some food and if my neighbors and friends are hungry and they have children, can I turn a blind eye and not help them out? So when I start helping them out, I said, how much to stockpile? How much food do I need to buy or to store? And I went into prayer. I was praying that whole day. And in the afternoon, the Lord told me, Christina, fear is not from me. And I was just like, well, Second Timothy 1.7. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of sound mind and of love. No, this is not from God. And I went into prayer again and said, then what are my instructions? The Lord told me that your governor, which is Governor Bush at that time, your governor will be the next president of United States of America. You need to pray for him. The one thing that will increase in price, Christina, is oil. It will not go back to the low price that it is now, which is 95 cents a gallon at that time. So we redirected and I stopped buying beans. I didn't like beans anyway. And I told Mike what God told me. I started praying. I started praying for the Lord to direct me how to invest and what to buy other than beans and stockpile of all of these things. And at the same time, I started praying for our governor at that time. And the Lord gave me a sign. As soon as your governor will go to Israel, he will announce that he will be running for president. And said, you need to pray for him. So whatever happened in those elections in Florida, I knew that President Bush will be our president. So those are the things that we need to focus on. And before you knew it, I became a part of something that is a secret in the plan of God. And I prayed for our governor at that time. Until he became a president, I continued to pray for him. And there is one thing that we need to do. Instead of giving in to fear for some catastrophe that did not even happen, and it costs a lot of people of God in those times to what? To give in to fear. And it costs many to stumble. And a lot have lost money. That is not the move of God. The move of God, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That is the kingdom of God. So every time you get into all of this bad news or even bad prophecy, go down on your knees and ask God what he wants you to do. Sometimes the Lord will say, repent on behalf of the nation or pray for others. And at the same time, the Lord is going to give you instruction that will save you, that will protect you, that will bless you, that in times of famine, you will live in the land of Goshen. You will be prosperous. That transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence is not going to happen by your smarts. It is the move of the Holy Spirit that's never been done before. So do not fill in the blanks. Don't assume anything. You need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Let me pray for you. Holy Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters that their eyes will be opened so that they will understand that you can use them mightily as long as they are led by your Holy Spirit. Open their ears, open their eyes so that they will understand and open their hearts that they will obey, Lord. 
I thank you, Father, that the sound of my voice, that each and every one will be a part of the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. And I thank you, Lord, that this is for your glory and for the benefit of your people. We thank you for United States of America. We thank you, Father, that in spite of our political leaders, in spite of us, that you will turn this country around. Thank you, Father, that this nation, United States of America, will be one nation under God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Join us in our Sunday service at 10.30 a.m. in the morning and 7 p.m. at night. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off I-810. Also, call me at 210-695-1630 or 210-396-7891. Remember, we are also on podcast. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org, and you can listen to our previous broadcast. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas, 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.